Welcome to Podcast Stadium. Today, we will be reviewing Iron Chef Quest for an Iron Legend. But before we can talk about it, before we can review it, I need to introduce my Iron Critics! Iron Critic Air Fryer Bob Video Games. I'm holding a pair. Iron Critic Microwave KZ Excellent. I cut the meat. Iron Critic Flambe, Mr. Feel. My special ingredient is LSD. And Iron Critic Suvi, Dr. Agro. Bites whole green pepper, does not elaborate, leaves. And I am the final Iron Critic, Iron Critic Juicero, Dan Video Games. (laughs) Welcome to the Iron Chef Quest for an Iron Legend spoiler cast and review. That was great. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, we we have a high propensity for reviewing Iron Chef. Uh, oh wait, no Netflix-related content here at Gigaboots. And somehow, some way, Netflix greenlit Iron Chef shipped and told no one. <laughs> as as a longtime Iron Chef fan. Uh, this was deeply upsetting. I feel betrayed. How come I know that they made a Dragon's Dogma series, but not a new Iron Chef? Where's the... Uh, I, I haven't even seen the wikis update with the statistics from these episodes. It's almost like they hate the American Iron Chef. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I wonder why. For anyone who doesn't know, Iron Chef is a competitive cooking TV show originated in Japan, brought over to America later. Hosted by Alton Brown in this iteration and earlier American iteration, wherein a challenger must challenge the Iron Chef in a sort of cuisine. Where? What what is the exact description? It's the nephew of the original Japanese chairman, allegedly. Allegedly. That is the character they're doing. (laughs) It's great. That is the character they're doing. (laughs) Oh, is that the conceit for the chairman? Mm -hmm. Yes. In this, the guy from John Wick 3 is allegedly the nephew of the original chairman of Iron Chef. Okay, whoa, whoa. First of all, the guy from Brotherhood of the Wolf. Okay, fine, sure. (laughs) No, no, the guy from Cradle to the Grave. What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, uh, you mean Toby Wong and Drive? <laughs> as I was as I was watching this, I had vaguely remembered you saying, "Yo, the Virgil in John Wick Three is just a dude from Iron Chef." Mm-hmm. Having now seen Iron Chef for the first time, this may be the most cracked out, funniest man I've ever seen on television. Let me tell you, this is exclusively a, a, a factor of this version of Iron Chef. This is the funniest they've ever written the intro and outro bits. It is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that that guy is at ten. I, I genuinely time. started tearing up. He he genuinely is coming in, and his hype level is like arcing electricity at all times. It's yeah, so it's good. good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> like I love when they cut to people looking at him, like because they don't they don't look visibly uncomfortable, but they they do kind of want to glance to the crew and go, "Is this? Are we fine? <laughs> is, that, is this right? <laughs> are we okay with?" It is literally impossible to capture the lightning in a bottle that is his performance at the end of every episode but uh (laughs) yeah we watched uh for this review we watched three episodes uh episode one which had lamb and fire as a theme uh episode two which uh football (laughs) (laughs) football (laughs) football uh ribs and tailgating 
And then episode three, which was um, <laughs> milk. <laughs> the barnyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did the barnyard thing. I really appreciate the the incredibly fake backdrop that they put behind the ingredient stand. Oh, yeah, those full-size dioramas. Yeah. Are the, and it seems like whenever they, they do the reveal, they'll show a few shots of it. And then they'll cut in a shot of like a larger, more complex miniature they built. Right, like it's some CG uh, farm. Yeah, I think that that's some weird, like Unreal Engine made thing that they're cutting <laughs> to. Yes, I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that that stand is some smaller version of that. You know, honestly, I thought it was really neat. Uh, what I didn't find really neat was the weird crowd that you can only see one shot of an episode that is CG and above the background. They're just I didn't even look there. to see if they were like CG or whatever. Yeah, it's like maybe they're not CG, but they look it. I, I assume they're just a flat capture of people. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't look right, but I don't think it's literally CG. But who knows? They're always so far off. I can't see. Yeah, it's it's and it's only once an episode. So you really don't get to look at them a lot. But you're just like, oh, that's always up there. Do they have to deal with that? Can they see that? Is that edited in for us? Or I didn't even notice what you're talking about. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's up there. I don't I don't know what to say about it. But uh, it's never front <clears> and center. <throat> like it's always just there's a panning shot and you see it for a half a second. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is real people. Um, but yeah, most episodes you get maybe one shot, maybe. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we need to stick to the actual structure of this series that we do. So, uh, two mm -hmm. sentences and a mouth sound to express how you feel. We go first to Iron Critic Flambe, Mister Feel. I, I I've never watched uh, I've never watched any Iron Chef before. Uh, I thought this was pretty entertaining. Uh, except for one thing, which I'm going to drop like a bomb as soon as we get past this segment. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give it a ooh. <laughs> Iron Critic Sous Vide, Dr. Agro. I uh, seem to recall um, completely despising Iron Chef America. Uh, and while watching this, I really struggled to remember why. So this was apparently a great improvement. Uh, so I gave it a, huh. Hmm. We now go to Iron Critic Air Fryer Bob Video Games. Uh, this is easily the best the show has been since leaving Japan. It really helps that there's no longer Food Network celebrity <laughs> chefs. Oh, God. Uh, so I'm going to give it a ooh. And Iron Critic Microwave KZ Excellent. <laughs> this is my first time watching Iron Chef, but I do enjoy cooking competitions. Um, the production values on this looked like really good. It looked really sharp, exciting, funny. Uh... Yeah, I came out of it, you know, film. Ooh. Uh, of course, me, Iron Critic, Juicero, Dan, video games. Uh, I really appreciate changes to the format and some of the sleekness you get from being able to talk directly via micro, uh, microphones and uh, being able to see the uh, guest judges looking into the preview monitor to see what's going on in the field so they can better comment on it. I will, however, miss uh, 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 Fukui-san. <laughs> I give this a hmm. Okay, feel drop it. <laughs> so I watched five episodes of this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. And I do, so I can't. I can only comment on those five episodes. And I don't know if this is just something Iron Chef has always done, but once I noticed it, it lived in my head forever. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> always wins. Really? Oh fuck. 
That's what I was feeling yes. was happening in those first three episodes. Where I was like, no, I, I have to just be making this up. There's no way they, they, they did this. I'm now very excited for episodes four and five. I wonder who will win. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? Technically, having not spoiled anything, Theo has spoiled everything. <laughs> I might have I might have accidentally spoiled every episode of Iron Chef ever made. But this is perfect because we're not sure. Like four and five are down the drain, but episode six, well, now I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. Statistical anomaly, or are we riding the curve? Yeah, this is definitely not something that's always been the case because it used to be. So it was never like this where they switched it up like they do in this series. What if, what if um, because here's the thing, right? You can tell by the commentary they're making and other things they're saying. Uh-huh. They don't... I think they flipped the coin six times and got heads or whatever. <laughs> Very possible. That's interesting. Uh, let me go ahead and say, uh, yeah, the, the chairman's performance in this has been amped up so much, and I really appreciate them adding that cheese. I feel like it wasn't there in Iron Chef America. And Iron Chef Japan really had um, an energy to it and a self-seriousness to it that added that level of uh, gravitas there that I, I feel like the original America is completely devoid of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I made a joke of, uh, you know, one of the interesting dynamics for the series, uh, episode two, they assign former NFL players who are chefs, like who, who are cooks, to be sous chefs for the challenger and the iron chef. I made the joke of that's the only way Bobby Flay can get back in. <laughs> <laughs> You've been assigned a Bobby Flay. <laughs> Could I not? <laughs> I've been thinking about asking this question where was the old iron chef, the one that had Bobby Flay in it. Yeah. Yeah. Iron chef America okay, okay. had Bobby Flay. It had Bobby right, Flay I, and I, a I, number I, of other people who are somehow uh, better cooks, but more forgettable. <laughs> uh, the, there's Mario Batali who was also like, man, this, this guy shouldn't have been Iron Chef either. No. I absolutely love that I went, I remember hating Iron Chef America, but I don't remember why. And then immediately Bob brought up all the Food Network stars. I was like, oh, God, it's all coming back to me. Yeah, that is yeah. a real serious component of why that show just doesn't work, which is a shame because Alton Brown's involved. Uh-huh. And he's always good. Yeah. He, he single-handedly kept the Food Network alive. <laughs> yes. I only I only knew one person that was into Iron Chef, and whenever they talked about it, it was just about how Bobby Flay sucks ass and shouldn't be on television ever. <laughs> well, really, so that's... I was the whole time I'm like, is this that show? Is this the one? Well, really, that's just what anyone who knows about Bobby Flay would say. <laughs> He's fair, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was a competitor on original Iron Chef, like Japan. And was highly disrespectful, and they all hated him. And then he became an Iron Chef when they made Iron Chef America. And it was oh. really messed up. Oh, no! <laughs> Alton Brown, uh, one of the lines he said in this is, I've been in every kitchen stadium. And I'm like, did you did you take a trip to Japan to be a guest in the original run? Like, I'm, how did you get there? I thought your career started after that show ended. I'm so confused. Did he invade? I mean, he could have just gone there because it was... From knowing about it. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. clearly was into food. Right. Like, he he, he got into cooking uh, later in his life. It wasn't, like, the first thing he went to do as a career or anything. Right. Um, But, yeah, no, this, uh, this is funny. Uh, I appreciate some of the showmanship and structure to the gimmicks of each episode. And they get an absolute... 
This dude is a character on Comedy Bang Bang tiers of You Can't Be a Real Human. Uh, challenger for the first episode, Mason Hereford, nostalgia food specialist. He makes quirky sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe this will help people understand the idea of an Iron Chef. Uh-huh. If you've ever seen any cooking anime, they just watched Iron Chef. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. all it is. That, that, yeah. it's, 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 that's it. That's all it is. It's, it's uh, super good. Yes. <laughs> I was Absolutely. I was like, oh, this explains the cooking contest in Star Ocean 2, where you have to run up and pick up ingredients <laughs> from a big display that changes each round. Yes. I, you know, like I I I despise cooking competition shows. Mm. Um, I, I really do. Yeah. That uh, that aren't Iron Chef because their format sucks. Uh, I mean, all the ones we make in the States because it's we're, we're getting all these people uh, who are really talented at this together and then fucking them over over and over again so they look bad so shitty people can feel better or something. I, I hate it. Iron <laughs> Chef, they're like, here's, uh, here's your ingredient, here's your theme, you have an hour, make five dishes. And we get to see a talented crew be good at the thing they're good at and make good stuff instead of coming in halfway through and going, you have to add goat cheese to every dish. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. It is really nice that they're like, we just give you all the tools. <laughs> Uh, as someone who's watched uh, a significant amount of Chopped, it really is just horrible bootleg Irish. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I too, I don't really love a lot of the food, food cooking competition shows in America. Um, I, not to say there are any in Japan I know of past Iron Chef. I was really just making a cutout for uh, the Great British Bake Off. Oh, okay, well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. You know, that's that's helping other voices be heard <laughs> thank you british representation here on gig boots <laughs> agro agro point correctly pointing out that it's fucking stupid to fuck everything up for the sake of cheap drama americans are a disease <laughs> <laughs> I, I just imagine like uh er, er, like the, the the guy who comes in and fucks up every dish that mm -hmm. agro described i just imagine that being rocco Bodie. <laughs> and he like and he, and he yells like this ain't your mama's dish and like folds his arms <laughs> okay, and then I just like dumps nacho then just like dumps nacho cheese all over their like prime rib or whatever right not even like you have to include this now just <laughs> do something to their food while they're cooking recover from that bitch <laughs> I have ruined everything <laughs> you are a true chef if you complete this challenge <laughs> I I think it's a really neat idea to have the one dish needs to be prepared like 30 minutes in. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. that was an interesting change to the, the formula that I didn't expect and worked out pretty well. Y you know, I was going to ask real quick on a completely related note. Uh, feel, you saw four and five. I only saw three because I ran out of time, unfortunately. Yeah. Do those also have 75 minutes? Because the first episode's 60, um, but episode two and three are 75. I think one is 60 and one is 75. Okay. Okay. I was curious if that was going to be and a thing one, for the and a couple, And a couple do not have the, the first dish has to be sooner thing. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. They, it is interesting. They're really willing to break up the format differently because it used to be it was all 60 minutes mm -hmm. and they wouldn't have any alterations, but that's neat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, four four specifically has a really interesting gimmick because because it, it feels like the chairmans will sometimes like pull out 
pull out the Mario Party card. You're like, here, here's the special gimmick for this episode only. Yeah, I you have to deal with this. I think the extension comes in in the second episode when they're doing tailgating and ribs, and it's like, well, yeah, ribs do take a while to cook. Mm. Um, so that kind of makes sense. I was curious if it was always tight match to the main ingredient they have to use. Yeah, because it also made sense for the milk because that was all about making pastries and that sort of stuff mm. also takes time. Yeah. Y- you know, I'm going to say one thing that was deeply unsettling about this. Mm. Someone went off screen and made ice cream successfully, and I don't understand what the hell that's doing in an Iron Chef series. Yeah, uh, I guess the ice cream maker technology has come too far. It's no longer the meme it used to be, and it's kind <laughs> of sad. The, the, the person confidently looked at the camera and went, yeah, uh, I'm going to go make an ice cream, and me and Bob went, uh-oh, out loud, simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. because oh, that bad, huh? Yeah, the ice cream machine's where people go to die. <laughs> like original Iron Chef's. Uh, it's it's really good. We never get to see the ice cream maker they use. No. But the next episode, we get to see someone use something really creative. They used liquid nitrogen to hyper cool things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. But I'm still sitting here and I'm like, but how did they make that ice cream? <laughs> how did it get done? That shouldn't be possible. <laughs> Why not, you stupid son of a bitch? Bastard. You stupid bastard. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, first episode, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're trying to do street food. Um, they, they sit there and what was the term they used for it? Because they didn't use the term I was used to until the end of this sh- episode. Street taco? No. A walking taco. I was not familiar with that term, uh, but then they called it Frito pie or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, there we go. It was. It was well, a well. Frito pie is typically just um, served in a baked chili dish, and yeah. cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, it's also just usually just chili and cheese. A walking taco can be any kind of taco ingredients they just shove in there. Like if you look up pictures, it'll be like there's guacamole and like chicken and yeah, they're like the classic American dish. I'm like, the fuck is he talking I did, about? I know right? that made me lose it. Yeah, I'm like, like the classic yeah. of the American South. It's like I've never heard of this. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah, American felt, South. <laughs> I'm. I'm sure that if I went to a high school football game, mm-hmm. these would be all over. They I, said that. I bet this would be in Texas. Like, I, yeah, I think it's just it hasn't made it over to this part of the house. It, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. looked at it. Uh, yeah, yeah like, you're, you're like, they mean like Southwest, not not racist South. Not, <laughs> they mean, yes, they mean slightly less racist South. Not. <laughs> it's, it's a whole different kind of anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I looked at that walking taco and my, my only thought was I'd get halfway through eating that thing before the shitty Fritos bag just disintegrated in my hand. <laughs> Yeah, they they uh they stuck ingredients in it that were like incredibly high end and hot off of the grill like crazy like a kebab almost, right? They have all these uh bell peppers and onions and like pieces of meat just shoved in there and I'm like, yeah, that would be hot as fucking hell. <laughs> like I don't see a world in which holding that is comfortable in the least. Well, that's why they put it in the fancy hand until it maybe cooled off a little bit. <laughs> that is true. The fancy hand was very hilarious. I I do appreciate that they cut the, they kicked the series off with, you know, this Mason Hereford guy. I I thought he was delightful, but it also put me on edge of is everyone going to be this much of an insane like performance artist almost i really hope we get a season two of this and we get to do what they did in the original iron chef where they forget there was like an enemy team that challenged the the uh chairman <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That would be really good. They need they need to just lean into like just be like it, it needs to become cyclical, you know? They need to be like what have cooking animes for the past 20 years done? We just need to steal their plots and do them on Iron Chef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I also wanted to talk about the weirdness it is the the overarching story for this where the the best challenger gets to face all of the Iron Chefs for the in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah, I did, What do they call the golden I, I, knife that looks horrible? Yes, that's like it it's it looks like it's spray painted wood. It's Wait, like they couldn't even anodize yes, a knife. Is. No. They, yeah, it, it they looks 3D like printed it looks like it before filming. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that, but what it what it specifically reminded me of is um when I was a kid, I got this toy butcher knife. <laughs> That for, from a costume shop, like it's supposed to be. If you're if you're like going as Jason for Halloween, uh huh. Yeah, no, it does. And look it, lo like it that. looks like that, but but spray painted gold. Yeah, so it's hollow inside. If you squeeze it, it'll squish in <laughs> easily. Yeah, it. it uh, I thought the you know because like you know we 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 figure out we're gonna review this and aggro goes i look yeah. forward to seeing how it's made streamable or something like that and i ha that hadn't even occurred to me i was just like i'm tuning into a new version of iron chef and then we're watching it and bob goes okay that thing at the end where they go the person who scored the best because you know they rank them out of 100 points the three judges do um the person who scored the best across all the episodes gets to challenge all five iron chefs at the end Mm -hmm. that is the netflix arc of this as bob pointed out and i was like okay that's that's actually a pretty f matching you know arc to force into something like this that makes sense that is contest friendly it's not like countless shows and things we've watched <laughs> where it's just like and this is the arc for the episodes and it's like okay okay here's I our connected b plot among all of the episodes it's really bad <laughs> I'm really excited to see the uh, the competition where one takes on all five, and I sincerely hope that they don't. <laughs> I hope they have a panic attack live. <laughs> Going up against five Iron Chefs sounds like a fucking nightmare. I'm looking forward to seeing them put all five Iron Chefs in the same team to do one theme, and they just have a complete critical fucking meltdown. They might yes. because they're all <laughs> Chefs. I would assume that. And I haven't seen it, of course, but I would assume the gimmick there would be it's five dishes and each Iron Chef does one. Right. But mm -hmm. even still, they'll be like, it's not matching the theme enough. What the fuck are you doing? It, it's, it, you didn't use enough peanuts. <laughs> like, do you, do you think putting kimchi in everything is going to work twice? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, fucks. She said kimchi chili and my brain exploded. I know. Like, what? what? My whole life has been wasted. She fucked me up, honestly. <laughs> Everything she did was magic. <laughs> that that uh, reminds me, that episode had Danny Trejo in it. We haven't even mentioned that. We haven't oh, mentioned yeah. how they have a third guest judge that's a constantly rotating chair in an episode two. It's Danny Trejo. And every comment he makes is, oh, yes! this is good. Good, please feed me more. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, give a shit. It's so great. There's like really good nuance to criticism, like, ah, I don't know, these flavors together or this, you know, you could have done this. And he's like, I'm almost done with this. Do you have another one? <laughs> like if somebody had to be fishbone at a tailgate, I'd beat his ass. <laughs> yeah, we used ramen as money in prison. <laughs> I just, that was the one that, that got me. Oh yeah, that one. 
He's like in the penitentiary. That episode also had the uh, that episode also had the uh, former NFL stars as sous chefs. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, which was really great. I was gonna say, you know, talking about the Iron Chefs not being able to get along. The beginning of the second episode, you see the former NFL players and the the challenger be like, okay, so here's the idea, and we're gonna do this because of yeah, okay, so we'll figure that out. And then you cut to the other team, and the way they've edited it, at very least, made it seem like here's what you're going to do and it just it seemed way less like a team effort (laughs) it was really good uh that is of course the episode with the possibly the highlight of the series when uh the nfl player just accidentally lets that fucking (laughs) lamb burst into flames Uh, they're like hey i don't think your thing's supposed to be on fire (laughs) he he, he was spinning those potatoes that was not his job (laughs) right he was not going to interfere but it did just look hilarious yeah it's just like hey are you fine and you hear him going i'm fine (laughs) as he's covered in fire you can't even get you can't even get a clean shot of the guy well yeah i mean clearly he could stand the heat and uh-huh. so he remained in the kitchen. It just makes sense. You're right. Um, that, for, that for at least really a good. few seconds, I had a moment of maybe it's intentional. Maybe that's part of the cook. Yeah, I. Me too. And then the the challenger walks over really quickly and puts it out. And I'm like, okay, that's yeah. We we had like we had a failure in episode one mm-hmm. where it's like the fr- the fryers aren't fucking working. We have to we have to get this shit in a pan fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was and the I, challenger is trying to make his uh, chicken fried lamb to use on a sandwich. Of course. <laughs> uh, I, I did love how like in episode one, you know, like the Iron Chef is, you know, what what a modern chef you'd see on TV is like some kind of, you know, half robot hipster douche. Yes. And, yes. And like the other team is just getting drunk and wooing the entire time. Yeah, it's 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 funny how the Challenger team's literally drinking what was it, Coors Light, and having sandwiches. It was fucking <laughs> it was fucking funny. Yeah, so they're going, they're doing things like serving a, a walking taco in in a uh, mannequin hand as a serving tray. Meanwhile, the the Iron Chef is like, or there they did that, and then they also served tartar formed in a Pringle, a salt and vinegar Pringle. Yep. There was yeah, a lot. He's, like, he's like a street food guy, so he's like, "Oh, my things will all be street foody." Yeah, he's like, a, well, was the, I want, "That was the theme." Yeah, the theme was street food. He's like, "I want things to make you happy and remind you of your youth." And I'm like, "Oh God, fucking nostalgia game reviewer over here." <laughs> the food, the food version. I think it was really interesting because he seems like just as we've been over, just quirky chef guy. But then yes. they're like, yeah, he's also got classical French training. And then you see him do like, I know that really was funny fancy stuff. I lost it when it was like, what do you mean? He's classically trained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't make it in that business unless you've got the skills, right? <laughs> the fucking, I, I it, it felt like watching a, a, a Nickelodeon kids rule movie because you got this guy over here making all this cool fun shit and serving it in dinosaurs and then this asshole's like here's my lamb neck curry it's not street food fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no that's accurate yeah but seriously though with Mason Hereford the challenger in the first episode I thought he was like a Will Fort character that's the uh, sword salesman salesman from the Tim and Eric movie god <laughs> He, no, he, he he's played characters on uh, comedy Bang Bang that I'm like, that's just this guy. <laughs> Probably no, he's based on a bit I haven't seen. But yeah, I I I, you know, 
I'm really glad every episode didn't have someone as, uh, and I say this in the nicest way possible, clown-like as the challenger in the first episode. Esther Choi from episode two with the kimchi fi everything was amazing. Every dish she made, amazing. And served with a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, that was just cheating, but it worked really well. <laughs> like, like, Danny Trejo's like, Jesus Christ, this is so good. It's, it's like, hey, you're tailgating, so you have to be drinking all the time. Yeah, what was it? Bob Bob made a joke of Danny Trejo must, uh, you know, he's doing a really, he, he's exactly like Iron Chef Japan's guest judges, where they're just like, this is good. It's so good. Feed me more. <laughs> and that's all they ever say. I'm some random actress. I'm happy to be here. You're right. <laughs> Uh, the one, the one super funny bit that is Danny Trejo intentionally being funny, I, I think, uh, is him saying, please don't open a donut shop in LA. I own one there. <laughs> yes. That was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that, this was a fantastic reinvention of the series. Like they tightened it up in so many ways. The hosts, both of them, Alton and, um, the new one, Kristen Kish, uh, both were fantastic. I really like mm -hmm. everyone in the production in this, which is weird uh, because yeah, the dynamic was really good. Mm -hmm. That 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 second episode where Alton says, "If you don't come back with a drink, we're done. We're done." <laughs> yeah, then episode three where he's just like, "By the way, the part of the sea urchin we eat is the gonad. That is what that part is." And then he just stares into the camera. Term. <laughs> But yeah, they've done such a brilliant job. I appreciate the production values. Like they, they've upped it significantly. Maybe that's the progress of technology. Maybe it's Netflix throwing some real money on this. Yeah, I, I, I keep thinking back to original Iron Chef, and it's like this, this place is well lit, and they can move cameras around it. That's nothing like that show used to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's true. This it, just looked good. Yeah, like in terms of just, just how detailed everything looked. Where I was like, man, this is high production values for this. Uh, see, see, I, I watched this and I was like, maybe I should watch earlier Iron Chef. I, I guess not. I guess I accidentally That's came in at the I've beat. No, you should, you should absolutely watch original Iron you Chef. You should watch original, original Iron Chef. Yes, J Japan. A lot of that's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I was speaking about uh, Iron Chef America. Yeah. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> everything you said sounds like poison. They, they do a really good job. They have the, you know, as always, the fancy shot of the food. You know, they... People may not realize this. They have to make an extra version of every dish, an extra, uh, you know, dish, plate. an extra plate of every dish. So that way they can do the cosmetic shots behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And they did a really good job of like doing that and cutting to that and cutting to those in between stuff. And then they include one shot in the first three episodes where they didn't color correct the food. They didn't make it look fancy. It's just sitting out there. So he's just like, oh, this is a, this is a great Euro. I love it. It just looks terrible. <laughs> There's only one shot in the first three episodes like that. So it was really weird because they did such a great job of making everything look exceptional. Like absolutely extraordinary. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the chemistry between Alton and Kristen is so good. The, the, I came in expecting mild disappointment, but probably better than Iron Chef America. Uh, this was phenomenal in my opinion. I think they really nailed it. Mm -hmm. I don't I, I I don't have confidence in Netflix, so I don't expect them to do a season two. <laughs> right. Yeah, it does seem like it, but but then again, they, they don't have to hire writers for this. 
Oh, so uh, that's so true. maybe they can they can save some money that way. I mean, that's why reality show became a thing. That is true. Reality TV became a thing in the first place. We're not going to pay somebody who who is an executive's child six figures to write the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> it, it, we all the only thing we're going to write is uh, the chairman will dramatically look to the left at the celebrity guest, a live chicken. Yes. <laughs> yeah, those those sections obviously have some really good writer or or that actor is just that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's just what he's decided. He's like, I want to sit on my throne and just eat in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah, every every outro is golden. I I was <laughs> crying. I was laughing so hard at uh I think it was the end of episode 1 or 2. I I don't remember. Yeah, they were both so insane. Uh, the end of episode one is the football one where he just... Yeah. <laughs> where he apparently kills people at the end because it just cuts to black. It's it's delightful. Yeah, the idea of putting a teaser for the next episode is really smart. A, a really smart way to make this a more streamable series. Like, it makes you want to go to the next one. Mm-hmm. And it's something never done before, but they, they nail it. Yeah, completely. <laughs> so do, do you think... Because I don't know the logistics behind the scenes. Do you think Food Network lost the rights to do Iron Chef based on Iron Chef? And Netflix just went, we'll pick those rights up. (laughs) Alton Brown's telling us he wants to do it. Yeah, I assume this was heavily Alton Brown backing sort of thing. Just like, yeah, this could be the best cooking show on television, but Food Network wouldn't let that happen. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, uh, Alton, we've seen Iron Chef America. It was bad. He's like, no, no, I know. (laughs) <laughs> but wait. what if what if we didn't make dog shit <laughs> what if we tried what you can do and, and then everybody and then everybody at the netflix office like starts whispering and looking between each other it's like we're, we're allowed to do that this is bullshit we weren't allowed to do that before look at bebop netflix alden i want you to tap the handset twice if bobby flay is in the room <laughs> Any episode now, I expect Bobby Flay to invade somehow. Like he's, he's uh, yeah, just going to be the third fun. rotating judge. Yeah, exactly. He's just going to be there, and I'm going to be furious. <laughs> he's in the fucking finale. I'm imagining the person listening to this who loves Bobby Flay and is like, I fucking hated this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, whatever. Go watch, go watch the new series and enjoy it. <laughs> That's all I actually care about. They should bring in Guy Fieri, but not never Bobby Flay. I'm okay with Guy Fieri because Guy Fieri never pretended to be an Iron Chef. Right. Not that I that's, recall. That's, that's true. He's just like, he, he should be a guest judge in one of the episodes. Yeah, absolutely. That's his place. <laughs> if they do any yeah. that are just, the theme is diners, drive-ins, or dives. <laughs> I, I look it up just to be sure that he wasn't an Iron Chef at some point. It goes, is Guy Fieri a real chef? <laughs> Good question. That is a, Perhaps. That's somewhat a legit question to ask. Uh, guy Fieri is the realest chef. Is the is the man versus food guy still alive, or did he just drop dead from what doing that show in town? That's a good I, question. I, 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 I can't confirm that he's alive. I don't think they'd let it come out if he died. Honestly, yeah, they just... That's like the Queen of England. You can't let people know that that, that we won. Uh, I'm uh, apparently he got it. Apparently he recovered because I just remembered start of that show, kind of husky. Into that show, whoa, and then uh, 
And then uh, now you look at him, he's like, no, I lost all the weight because I would die if I did. Mm. Smart. What do you mean they have a season nine of that show that started airing in December of last year? <laughs> Man versus food? Yeah, that's what this is saying. Man v. Food. Season 10? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, they changed hosts. Okay. That, uh, yeah, they go. changed hosts. That which explains it. Holy shit. Uh, I'd like to see Gordon Ramsay fucking guest on one of these. I'm trying to think who the uh, most insane person they could get on the show would be. And I think it would be uh, Maddie Matheson. Uh, from what? That would definitely be... Uh, he's He does a bunch of... He, he's like a big Canadian chef. And he ran the Vice show Munchies. And he's like made a bunch of cookbooks. And he does a YouTube thing where he does like... Imagine like a whitest kids you know sketch, sketch combined with him actually trying to make something. <laughs> That sounds great. <laughs> In fact, I think uh, watching Maddie Matheson is when me and Cornbread Pockets, my best friend, came up with the concept of the guy who doesn't know what oven mitts were. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured, actually. Well, uh, <laughs> shit. I'm glad that guy in episode three lost because making food into a foam is some dumb bullshit that needs to stop happening. But it's, it's a molecular gastronomy, aggro. Yeah, it's some dumb bullshit is what it is. <laughs> I, I think I think it's 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 a very artistic and, and not at all complete bullshit. I, I, I know the hot albino chick in Food Wars does it all the time, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> but but aggro, she's hot. I thought I thought wait, I'm confused. Yeah, that now. makes it all better. Uh I was gonna know. I I, I enjoy I think I think it was in the third one where they just make the lightest idea of a pastry just barely and put it on the plate with the stuff and everyone's like yeah we're not buying this bullshit <laughs> yes i think that's the, the challenger it's mm -hmm. absolute horse crap that episode had lots of interesting things in it like they did something to they carbonated the grapes yeah carbonating grapes i was like that's strange yeah. how do you do that he did that cool ass beeswax sculpture thing oh that yeah. was amazing oh, yeah, yeah that was real cool they melted beeswax and put charcoal powder in it to color it and then, and then poured it in ice water and yeah and and like sculpted it into a tray and then made a fucking cool ass caramel bite skull to put on it i'm like this rules. that was a dramatic fucking dessert yeah no that was that was really incredible stuff <laughs> There's also that one really great shot, that episode where Alton is eating something in the kitchen stadium and the camera's pointing at him and he's like, I'm snacking, go away. <laughs> Yum. Also, I, I thought it was really fascinating watching, you know, they didn't necessarily have uh, an encyclopedic knowledge of the exact tastes and textures of every milk on the uh, Challenger side, I think it was. So they, they have to sit there and try the milks and then they sorted them out. Mm -hmm. At the very beginning, because they have multiple different milks. I believe it was uh yeah they have a uh, sheep milk, camel cow milk, milk, cow sheep milk. milk, camel milk, goat milk, yeah, buffalo. Oh yeah, and buffalo, yeah buffalo, and that was it. And it was like, oh, this rules. This is really cool to watch them do this on the fly. Of like, okay, this is more savory. Put it over here. I was like, oh, this rules. Oh yeah, and another thing the show does is I really appreciate is. We get the backgrounds and stuff for the, the Challenger Chef and the Iron Chef. And then they also do that for the sous chefs. A lot of times they'll be like, okay, this is the introduction for them. This is why they're here. Like, this, that's nice. Yeah. I like having more info on these people. Absolutely. I, I thought the milk episode was pretty funny. Because mm -hmm. uh, 
They're like, yeah, this is going to be about milk and have a really heavy emphasis on pastries. And the chef kind of went, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, they put the grapes to the foamer. And the moment they did that, I remembered the one time on one of these Iron Chefs, the foamer didn't work. And I got PTSD. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the ice cream machine. The ice cream machine never fucking worked. <laughs> the foamer, though, always worked. Except for one time it went horribly wrong. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is uh, cooking shows have given me deep damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It was great in episode three. Like, like one thing I missed from original Iron Chef is because they used to have like Iron Chef Italy and Iron Chef, you know, uh, Szechuan. And they like you'd, you'd call one of them out and they had a specialty. Yes. And the first two episodes, you know, it was just these are two chefs we got in. And the third one like, oh, yeah, Iron Chef France. Let's fucking go. Yeah, that was pretty good. I appreciated that. It's because, yeah, usually in the older Iron Chef series, you would have the different cuisines that they were experts at. And it's really good because in, in Iron Chef Japan, they would do the backstory. They would be like, here's why they are Iron Chef, whatever. <laughs> and you got you got to pick them in, in the original show, right? Like you yeah. stand up and you would point at one. It was like beat the geeks, but with food. Yeah, that's something I do miss. I, I, I assume that, too, was scripted and they just had to choose the people said i assume that they they got the choose they just did it well in advance because they obviously only had the one who was actually going to battle them there because <laughs> the other would always be cut in shots that were not the same day yeah but yeah this this could have gone way worse yeah i'm shocked by how good and engaging of a show they made mm -hmm. because it has everything you could possibly want from you know, a more gimmicky cook show, like, you know, a Chopped or something else. Um, but it, it doesn't stray far enough to just delegitimize everything else going on with it. Yeah, it, it has enough confidence in the fact that this is a show where you get to watch a team of really talented people do the thing they're good at and make great food that we don't need to kludge a bunch of random survivor bullshit on top of it. Oh, and to cover my ass for the comments section, that was not a Coors Light. That was a course. <laughs> <laughs> wait is that a root beer it says r-o-o -O. no no that has to it just says rock okay we're good we're good we're good i'm like are these motherfuckers drinking root beer pretending <laughs> Ooh, we're so crazy over here it could, it, hey you can buy hard root beer that is true i don't know if Coors makes that uh, as far as i can surprise tell me if they did I, I would say hard root beer is the is like the spiritual drink of the person we're looking at in this image. One hundred percent. If he had a stand, it would be an anthropomorphized hard root beer. <laughs> His power is to turn all your blood into IPA. Go get the Rudy Tootie. <laughs> so wait, you're saying he microbrews your blood? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. You know, it's not often we get to watch the latest thing on Netflix that it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's basically never happens. <laughs> yeah, this is this is kind of a first. You found it by accident. Yeah, this this <laughs> Bob's you like scrolled through Netflix and found it, and two days in went, "All right, let's do it." Bob just literally he he, he takes his barrel poking stick and he's just hitting the bottom of that barrel over and over, <laughs> and this floats up, and everyone goes, "Wait, what?" Yeah, because I saw like a month ago that Elton Brown announced this. I didn't think it'd just be out. Yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. Like, and, 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 and when I tweeted about this, the fact they didn't market this, 
Uh, people are like, yeah, if you're you're not their biggest show, they don't put any money into marketing you. You just succeed on the fan base fighting and finding you and, you know, organically sharing it among themselves. And I'm like, man, that sucks. If only there was a network where you could watch food based shows. <laughs> uh, the History Channel. Oh. Huh. Has the History Channel, like, tried to rebrand themselves yet? Where it's like, remember when sci- sci- the Sci-Fi Channel became Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-Y? Yeah, yeah. Have history Has the History Channel tried to do that to talk to, to, to like, address how 80% of its shows are like, how aliens built the pyramids? I, I keep waiting for it. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for it to become the Their Story Channel. And like, no, we've been human interest this whole time. Uh, I don't need the Their Story channel. That would be really something. It would still be alien shows, just to be clear. <laughs> uh, yes, Their Story. Every, everyone watching is like, well, it's Their Story, as in the aliens. Got it. <laughs> That's the rebranding. Yeah. This is actually smart. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, gentlemen, you had a few sentences about how you felt about this exactly, and then we need a score. One to ten. We're gonna start with Iron Chef Flambe, Mr. Feel. Uh, this was really great. Uh, I think a couple of the episodes felt a little bit too long, specifically when they don't have the first dish. That mm. feels like it hurts the pacing of it because it's like no, there. It's just like forty minutes of preparation, and then the end when the, in the first dish being there is a really good addition because it like splits the show up more to me. Uh, but I'm going to give this an 8, because I really enjoyed what I watched, considering I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do a couple more. Okay. I like seeing food. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for showing it to me. <laughs> I'm a simple man. <laughs> uh, let's go next to Iron Chef Air Fryer Bob video games. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. Like, I didn't think I'd ever see new Iron Chef that was good. I thought that was just a long gone, never happening sort of thing. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna give this a nine. Like I, it's I don't like it as much as the original show, but that's like the original show is some sort of magic thing we can't do anymore because it was in the '90s. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We go next to Iron Critic, not Iron Chef, by the way. <laughs> microwave KZ, excellent. I love microwaving things. It's pretty cool. This was, I really enjoyed this show uh, from the three episodes that I watched. Uh, I feel like it had solid pacing. The production values were really solid. Um, and and the chairman is the funniest guy I've ever seen host a television show ever. He just appears, and it's the funniest <laughs> thing you've ever seen. I'm giving it a nine. I hope they make ten seasons of this over the course of four years. God, that'd be great. Next, we go to Iron Critic V, Dr. Agro. I mean, it's really, really great that this format has made a comeback and it didn't just peter out into obscurity with the over-corporatized bullshit that was Iron Chef America. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's basically the, the best form this probably could have taken, and I would love if we could keep making this and expand it and really pay tribute to the energy of a cooking show where at any moment you expected Stone Cold's music to hit. 
and for him to just stunner somebody who's fucking up making eggs. That really needs to be where this goes. It needs to just become professional wrestling. So yeah, it's the return of the king. I'll I'll give it a nine. Okay. The chairman needs to like compete himself, but it starts playing Vince McMahon's theme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't need to imagine that chairman walking, walking like Vince like McMahon doing the gorilla walk. I want to see Alden Brown hit a coast-to-coast coast between the two kitchen stations. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, me, Iron Critic Juicero, uh, Dan Video Games. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and give this a nine. Uh, it really is amazing. It's, this is actually great American reality TV kind of uh, television. I'm shocked. That shouldn't exist. Uh, the the original Iron Chef America was not that great. It was like the equivalent of drinking a diet soda, <laughs> where you're just like, oh, "This is good enough, I guess." Like it doesn't. It, it's, like, it's it's soda shaped. Yeah, it, it's got some bubbly soda in it. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Well, with all those scores in. It got a total of 44 points out of 50, making for an average of 8.8 .8 out of 10. I think that says this show is pretty damn recommended. That might be the highest rated Netflix thing we've ever watched. Might? Or, or might. in history. Might. <laughs> might. Let me just glance back at Cuphead show. Yeah, I'm going to say this did a little better. <laughs> uh, I'm sure this would beat the shit out of Stranger Things. Now, <laughs> Man, holy crap! This is this is insane. It only got forty-one more points than the Mike Myers show. That's strange. Uh, now we need to answer the question everyone has had on their mind. Uh, uh, putting me aside because I'm an Iron Critic Juicero. Who has the worst Iron Critic out of the four of you? I assume Doctor Agro for Iron Critic Suvi. Wait, dude, Suvi is dope. But yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. It's KZ. It's a microwave. It is dope. It is dope. Absolutely. But uh, which of the three? Like the other three are much more the thing I would prefer to do. I don't know. Souvenirs complicated. It's like oh, you you cook the meat. Good job. Now you need to cook it for real, sweetie. Oh, use a blowtorch for that. Okay. <laughs> sous vide is at least honest fucking air fryer over here with your i found a way to sell tiny convection ovens to every household in america by lying it's about good. what it does are you jealous of bob's success <laughs> yeah i just get things done okay you, you realize you know iron critic blender right now would kill to be bob they yeah. wish they could have gotten america to buy a fucking blender iron critic blender <laughs> yeah. would kill for looking at him wrong that's why he's not here anymore <laughs> 